Welcome to Carpe Dime, a podcast about personal finance and everyday life. I'm Jamie Davidson. And I'm Nicole Jackson from Financial Center First Credit Union. Thanks for spending your free time listening to us talk about how life and family affects us achieving our financial goals. Nicole, you've been paying attention to the economy the last year or so? It's been kind of ick, right? It's Yeah, we've had a lot of inflation, right? You know, we saw inflation rates go up, which meant cost of goods went up. Uh, Interest rates went up on... Savings account. Well, you went straight to it. I love that. I'm sorry. I'm I, sorry. I, I was thinking, you know, interest rates went up on, you know, loans. But yeah, you did. You said that right there. The savings rates have gone up. And a lot of people, you know, they, they see what happens with inflation. They're upset about that. They're upset mm-hmm. about lending rates, which I understand. But they don't see the other side. Right. That's today. It's that silver lining. The silver lining. Yes, this is true. However, this is also true. Right. So that's really what we're going to talk about today is uh, you know savings accounts and savings rates because right now is a great time to save. So you found some facts, right? Always. So the first one is 24% of Americans don't have enough money saved for emergencies. This is true. We, uh, we have people that come to us all the time that have an emergency, car breaks down, and they have to apply for a loan. Hopefully we can give them the loan, but we, we, we see this more often than not. Right. And the 24% is a big number. I'm that guy who probably thinks it's higher than that, you know, I think. Because the people, when I'm out in the streets working with people, I, I see a lot different. Oh, know. yeah. I can not I can imagine this being a whole lot more than a quarter of people. Yeah. The next one, 37% reported having at least a month's worth of income and emergency savings. Again, that seems higher than it probably is. Well, it's funny because people think, oh, I have a month's you know, savings right. you know, in case I lose my job. But then we saw COVID happen and you needed money for not just one month, maybe two, three. I mean, we saw so many industries that closed down, right? Right. Uh, I, a lot of the financial advisors out there and financial wellness coaches say you should have at least three, if not six months saved. So right. if you have one month, that's great, but you're, we're all still kind of behind that curveball. And as you see, not everybody has that. And kind of in the same vein, 39% report that they have less than a month's worth of income. Yeah, unfortunately that is true. I know we also looked up some uh, CD rates, so also known as certificates of deposits for those of you out there in the credit union world. Right. Going back to before I was born, <laughs> in December of 1980, CDs averaged a rate of 18.65, percent which was the highest in history. Great rates, great rates. But you know, we were we were going through some little higher inflation there in the, in the end of the 70s and early 80s. So were we? We were, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. You weren't there, but I was. I was 10, I was such a, a knowledgeable economic. Uh, I bet you were. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah. Well, in 2020 and 2021, CD rates remained low uh, between 0.1 and 0.2%. Yeah, so after 1980, we saw them start to go down and then, man, they really bottomed out um, in the in, during COVID, where you weren't pay, paying anything on certificates of deposits. Right. Uh, but the good news is, because we're talking about inflation interest rates, what's going on now? Well, as of May 2023, those rates have reached 5.15%. Okay, that, those are good rates. I mean, what I've seen since I've been in the banking industry, these are really good rates. So They, they, I, they really are. So I'm calling people saying, hey, do you see these rates? And they're like, what? Uh, you know, so the 1865 uh, don't think we're going to get back to that. If you get back to 18.65, that means your lending interest rates are going to be extremely high, and we don't really want don't that want either. That, it's, no. it's a very, it's a very, it's one of those things you got to even it out a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. So, as we're talking about savings, Nicole, how do you think most Americans get their savings built up? 
Well, I kind of cheated here. I've got another fact related to this. According to a survey um, from just March of this year by Forbes advisor, 44% of Americans use their reoccurring transfers or automatic transfers to save automatically without even knowing that they're taking that hit. When we meet with people, that is key. We always say set up automatic deposit or transfer. Love it. Um, another one is 38% allocate a portion of their pay directly to their savings account. Very good. 35% manually transfer those funds. And then you got some people who kind of, they do both. Do the combination. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a combination guy. Yeah, because I like to control it a little bit too much, I guess. So, um, But yeah, but we have seen any person we work with that we try to help build their savings, direct deposit, a portion of their checks straight to the savings account, that's the winner. We always see progress with that. So right. if you are not having a direct deposit or an automatic transfer going to a savings account, that's one of the first steps you want to do. So very good. So the title is Six Ways to Save. So we're going to talk about six ways to save. Nicole, what is our first one? Well, it, it sounds kind of like a really basic one, but your special savings accounts. Oh, special, huh? Yeah, they're special. Uh, there's an account that you can set up for a specific savings goal or, I mean, really, that's what it is, a specific savings goal that you have. Yeah. It can be Christmas. It can be a vacation. It can be dental work. It could be a new car. Whatever you want to do that's fun, right? Yeah. Yeah. That you're not it doesn't have do, to be like, fun. Yeah. Yeah. And you're going to put it in over time. Yes. So I think what we want to talk about real quick on this is, so... Most of us should just have a normal savings account and a checking account. Right. So now we're talking about opening a secondary account, and we call it here at the credit union a special savings account. And we see people save for the holidays, like you said, the vacation, the braces, something else. Um, the pros about this, it may pay a little bit higher rate of return. So it's mm -hmm. going to have a little higher interest rate on it. It's liquid, which means you can get to your money if you need to. And very rarely, there's there's a no or low minimum balance required. So you're not saying, hey, you have to maintain a $500 balance in this or you're going to get right. penalized. Uh, that being said, when you have pros, sometimes you have cons. Did you find any cons? Just limited access. Um, just, you know, you don't want to get into it all the time. You mm -hmm. can't get into it all the time, really. And the fees that are associated yeah, if, with if it. If you get into it, there's going to be a fee. Sort right. of like, that's, that's why you're doing it. So you don't get into it. Sort of a little smack on the wrist. Don't mm -hmm. keep getting in there. Yep. Um, so I know here at our credit union, uh, you can get into it twice a year. Okay. And if you if you try to get it, you know, after twice more than twice a year, there's a fee for that. So uh, I use this. I actually use this savings because I do the 52 week challenge, where the first week of the year I put a dollar into this account. Second mm -hmm. week two dollars. By the last week of the year, it's fifty two dollars, and I saved twelve hundred sixty dollars this way. I'm excited because on January first, I now have twelve hundred sixty dollars to go do what I want to do with it. And that's where you're doing the manual, the manual transfer to your savings account, that's right? That's right. Yeah. yeah, and I'm hiding that from everybody else. No, I usually, it's, you know, it's usually what you know. We just use it for something fun. So, what's the next one, Nicole? Money markets. And what is that? It's a savings account that pays a competitive interest rate based on rates for borrowing. Okay. So. Money market. So we've got savings account, special savings account, and now the money market. So we found some com the pros. Uh, really, with money markets, you're going to get paid a higher interest rate. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, you still can access your money easily, but you're going to have limited number of times you can do that. So I just threw a con in there, but you know. It's it, it did. Uh, another pro is it's low risk. It's mm -hmm. basically no risk. And these are federally insured, which was always a nice thing, right? We Absolutely. all were, we, saw, we actually saw this about three months ago with, you know, bank issues out in Silicon Valley. People were very concerned about that. Great news is money markets are going to be federally insured. Uh, Do you find any cons? 
I just you kind of already mentioned it your withdrawal limitations about only being able to get into it a couple times a month mm -hmm. and a minimum balance requirements that would be associated with yeah money LP. markets a lot of times you see there's going to be a minimum balance of five hundred dollars sometimes mm -hmm. some places maybe a little bit less uh, but a lot of times it's five hundred or more and the thing with money markets is you know we see a lot of personal you know, use with money markets, but money markets are also a great vehicle if you have a, have a business where you have money sitting on the side and you only need to access it maybe once or twice for payroll, but you have a large amount because the rates on them are much higher than a special savings account or a regular savings account. So it's a good vehicle right now for, for businesses to earn that interest uh, on their rate of return. So. so real quick, the difference though between the special savings and the money market is the amount of times you can get into it? Yes. that. The amount of times you can get into it, right? Right. But also a minimum balance. Got it. All right, what's our third one? Certificates of deposit yeah. or a CD. Oh, I have CDs out in my car. Uh -huh, I bet you do. I do. A lot oh. of us are just using Bluetooth and, you know, oh. our phones. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, certificates of deposit CDs. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got that. So we're talking about savings products. I've, mm -hmm. I, yeah. mm -hmm. Sorry, I had a flashback there. Eight tracks. Oh, I had those when I was a kid, but I mean, I wasn't. That wasn't the primary one. Oh, okay, just checking. Yeah, but I tell you, I was telling my kid the other day, and yeah, we'll keep this on here. Uh, you know, I used to entertain myself by listening to albums and pretending I could play every instrument. So, yeah. never quite got the hang of the guitar. No, just the drums. Okay, well, that works. And I thought I was a great lead singer, but probably not. <laughs> So what is the, what is a certificate of deposit? A certificate of deposit is a savings product that you earn a lump sum for on the amount that you put in for a fixed period of time. Right, so yeah. Certificate of deposit. So let's talk about the pros. Okay, they pay a higher interest rate than a regular savings account. Um, and an added incentive for that loss liquidity. You can still take it out, mm -hmm. but you're, it, it's gonna be a little bit more of a penalty. Uh, what else? They're safer and a more conservative investment than trying to open a stock or a bond. Right, yeah. Because it's, it, the rate is guaranteed. Right. Whatever rate you lock in is guaranteed. Uh, which is another pro. It's a guaranteed rate of return on right. a fixed rate. They're also federally insured by the NCUA. So again, you've got that up to $250,000 um, kind of security net there for that. Plus ESI, depending on where you have right. it at. Yeah, with us, it'd be an extra $250,000, yeah. Yep. Uh, so... What makes a certificate of deposit different than the money market and the special savings is the, the real thing is you are picking a, a term that you're going to keep your money in there. Mm -hmm. uh, most of them, you, you can get some that are six months. Most start at 12 months a year and they go all the way up to five years. And the idea is the longer you keep the money in there, the higher the rate of return is going to be on that. So uh, obviously that 18.65 we talked about at the very beginning of this, that was probably a five-year certificate of deposit. So you locked your money in for five years. So you parked it there, you didn't take it out, and it grew, okay? Mm -hmm. Which takes us to maybe the cons. Well, the money in these accounts, they have to remain untouched for the entirety of the term, or you're going to be assessed a penalty or fee and lose your interest. Mm -hmm. But it can also be, I wouldn't call it a pro, but the thing with the certificate of deposit is if you really, really need the money, you can get it. Right. You know, you can get it, but you're gonna get, you're gonna lose the interest on it, and you're gonna get charged. You might get charged a fee. So the cons for certificates of deposit aren't really that terrible. I mean, honestly, it's one of those vehicles, and it's it's funny because so many people don't even think about them anymore. But mm -hmm. right now, we're seeing rates in the, you know, like you said, in the five percent on these. Mm -hmm. uh, so hey, if you're looking for a five percent rate of return on uh, on investment, 
put it in there. And they're yeah. also for the, those shorter terms, though, unlike what they had been historically. So. Right. This is a good time if you want to have a little money sitting on the sidelines because you've been a good saver. This is mm -hmm. the time to maybe move it around a little bit. And I don't know if we, I don't, I don't know if we want to put a secret out there, but there are those special certificates out there that exist, like that Save to Win. Oh yeah, I love Save to Win. So Save to Win is a product that uh, uh, many of the credit unions in Indiana use. It's uh, we call it a no loss lottery where we co-op. And the great thing about this is it's a certificate of deposit where you can put in as little as twenty five dollars to get it started. It's a 12-month certificate, but you can add to this the whole the whole time. So you can add, so this month I have an extra 100, I put it in there. And the cool thing is for every 25, I get enter to four entries. I can get up to uh, 10 entries a month. Mm -hmm. So I can put more money in, but I can only get 10 entries, right? So it's like a savings slash certificate hybrid. Right, yeah, it's gonna, have a, it's gonna pay a higher interest rate, which right now is 4%, but not only that, they pull winners every month and you can win money. I've gotten to call people and say, hey, did you see you won $1,000? Did you see you won $2,000? And it's a great thing. It's a fun way to save. But like most certificate of deposits, you're gonna have to come with a lump sum mm -hmm. and put it in there. So you're gonna say, I'm gonna invest this for 12 months. Mm -hmm. Here's $5,000, right? Mm -hmm. with, the, with the saved win account, you can come and add every month to it like right. there's no you don't have to you don't have to have five hundred dollars to get it started you have to only need 25 mm -hmm. so always look for those little things yeah and i love that product thanks for bringing it up nicole yeah. what's the fourth savings bonds james a savings bond oh savings bond not yes. james bonds huh what is a savings bond i've heard about this before well a savings bond is a is a bond where the limits for investment are set low so that people can invest easily and um so who who are you investing with the government the, oh it's a government bond yep. it's not james bond it's a government savings bond it I is considered it. one of the safest forms of investment though since it's a government product yes for over 100 years many people have considered this the safest investment in the world uh, government bonds Obviously, the issue was for the past 10 years, rates were low. Why? Because interest rates were low. Mm -hmm. the, the Federal Reserve had kept the overnight rates low, which meant bond rates were low. Right. Now that the rates have been going up for the last 12 months, guess what's going up? Bond, bond rates. rates. There you go. Um, so you already talked about one of the cons, right? It's backed by the federal government. As a pro, but yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> when you redeem a bond, the government pays you back the amount you bought the bond for plus interest. Right, the bonds. Yes. That, bonds are these great things that back in the days, some grandmothers used to buy, grandparents used to buy for their grandkids, and the grandkids would be like, "What's this?" My grandma, I've got a stack from her. I just, you don't realize it at the time either. Like I've, I've kind of learned about bonds growing up, but until probably a couple of years ago, I didn't realize that it really did take one of the cons thirty years before they actually reached maturity. So I was like, okay, great. But now, Thanks, Grandma. But now, you know, you're at least 30 years old now, right? I, I, I am, but they are not all. Okay. Yeah. So, you, you know, you're going to just cash them in as you go. Right. So, it's a great thing. Uh, and the, the other thing is, it's, uh, Pro, is there are many options uh, mm -hmm. because you can purchase them in multiple denominations, as low as $50 and all the way up to 10000 So, they're long-term with low risks. Low risk, yeah. This is, uh, uh, at one time, bonds were, I mean, those of you are his history buffs, you know, war bonds, you know, you, right. you bought bonds during World War II, you, you know, to support the troops. Mm -hmm. uh, they are seen as a very safe vehicle, uh, very, very uh, conservative when it comes to investing. Is that how they originated? Do you know? I mean, through, not just a World War II, because bonds have been around before that. But okay. the idea was you're investing in the government, and then the government's paying you back. 
Got it. Uh, there was a time, believe it or not, when this country did not run on people's income taxes. <laughs> they had to raise <laughs> funds other ways. <laughs> I am not a history buff, uh, in case so, you can't tell. Uh, so, yeah, you had to come up with a way to pay for, for things, and this was it. You would take that, you'd issue bonds to companies, people. So, yeah, there's, there's another option right there. Um, some cons are? Non-transferable. Yeah, and? It can take up to 30 years to reach maturity. Now, the thing is, everybody, not all bonds are 30-year bonds. You can get 10-year bonds, okay? There are multiple types of bonds. We could do a whole class on bonds. Don't really want to. I might put you to sleep, but you can go out there to the Internet, you know, the World Wide Web, mm -hmm. and you can go straight to the government site, and you, you can look those up. So there, there's number four. Now we have four ways to save. What's number five? IRAs. What's that stand for? Individual retirement accounts. And what is that? An account for your retirement that enables you to delay paying taxes on your money until you use it. Okay. IRAs. So now we're getting to the point where we're going, okay, we're looking at long-term investments. You know, when I talk about savings in my classes, I talk about there's three types of savings. There's short-term, there's mid-term, Midterms two to five years. So really, when we're looking at that, we're looking that sort of stops at certificates, and then we get into the bonds, which you're going to hold, and now we're in the IRAs. So we're going long haul on this, right? right? So uh, there's some pros about IRAs. One is the tax advantage, right? Yes, right. Uh, they're slightly different between traditional and Roth IRAs, which a lot of people are like, "What's what's a Roth IRA?" Right. A Roth IRA is an IRA that is named after the congressman that saw, that brought this law in. It's called the Roth IRA. Basically, you want to tell us what a Roth IRA is? You want me to? Uh, I mean, you can go ahead. It's fine. Oh, no. I think I'll let you do that. <laughs> well, with a Roth IRA, you don't get a tax break in the year that you contribute mm -hmm. to it. Um, but any growth and distributions that you take in retirement that meet whatever the IRS's rules are at that time um, would be a qualified distribution and be tax-free. Yeah. my Our guy, Matt Tilker, loves Roths. Everything he loves is Roth. So uh, basically what that is, we'll put that in layman's terms, is this. I get taxed on my income, and I get taxed on what I'm putting in the IRA, but when it grows and I take it out in retirement, I don't get taxed on that. That doesn't become considered income, so it's not taxed as income, okay? Mm -hmm. And a traditional IRA, I'm actually going to not pay the taxes up front, and when I take it out, I'm going to pay income tax on it. So you've got to decide if you want to pay the taxes now, now or later. Right. And the thought on that for some people is... Uh, when I'm older, I have limited income. I don't want to pay higher taxes. Then there's other people that think, well, the, my idea is this. I do have limited income. It's probably going to be less than mine was when I was putting into it, so my taxes are not going to be higher. But then there's the third part of that where it goes, but income taxes tend to do go up in this country or down historically? Probably up. Probably up. So, you know, I don't have the real answer, like, which one you should do. Um, so, which takes us to the traditional, which is regardless of whether or not your contributions were taxed, deductible, when you take qualified distributions in retirement, those distributions are taxed like your income, like we said. Uh, any more pros? Uh, you have more investment options with your IRA than you do with your 401k, mm -hmm. probably through your employer. Um, and they often have lower fees than your 401k plan. Okay. So as we talk about all these, everything's got a pro, everything's got a con. So mm -hmm. uh, the con is they're long term, right? Right. This is not liquid. You you don't want to you don't want to get into this early. Am I right? Exactly. Uh, what happens if you get into it early? Well, you run the risk of penalties, like an early withdrawal penalty, if you draw before you're 59 and a half, and that's generally about 10 percent. 
and your income tax. Yeah. So that's the magic number if you have an IRA, 59 and a half. You can start drawing down off of it at 59 and a half. Not 59, not 58 and a half, 59 and a half. So my, if I were you, just wait till you're 60, mm -hmm. cover the basis. And they also have some that have minimum distributions or RMDs required, I'm sorry, required minimum distributions. Mm -hmm. RMDs. Um, and those come once you reach 72, you have a minimum amount each year that you are required to withdraw, which is based on your age, and that's set by the IRS as well. That's, a, that's, that's not a bad problem to have, right? You get to 72 and you have to use your money. <laughs> like, right? God, what a problem to have, right? Yeah. Okay, so number five was your IRA, your individual retirement account, which takes us to number six. Number six is a number. What is that number? Uh, 529 or 529s. 529s as they call them out there. And uh, 529s, I'm going to let Nicole tell you what it is and then we're going to talk about it in a little bit more detail. Well, a 529 is all about college. It's a college savings plan that's state-sponsored um, and it enables you to save money for a beneficiary that they can use to pay for education expenses. Right, so if we have children, when you have your first child, you should open a 529. And Believe it or not, the first pro is it's easy to open and it's very easy to maintain. Right, you can open them online a lot of times too. That's how I did mine, right online. Uh, what else is a pro? Well, they can be opened by anybody. So even though it's normally done by a parent or a grandparent, basically anybody could open one for anybody else. Anybody else. So an aunt or an uncle could mm -hmm. for their for their their nephew or niece, right? Right. Um, yeah, and you know it's funny because. My kids are 23 and 21 and 11, and I used to tell my parents and in-laws, open a 529, but they just bought them junk, you know, right. junk. My house is full of junk, and I'm just like, if you had bought that, your granddaughters and your grandson wouldn't have had to get as many education loans, right? Did they invest in Beanie Babies, though? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right. That's a funny one, though. That's a good one. Um, you know, these are also tax-free distributions for qualified investment expenses. So once you take them out, you're not going to pay taxes on it, right? Right. What else? They are tax-deductible contributions. Yeah, so when you go to do your income taxes, you do your taxes every year, this is going to be like you did a donation contribution. Uh, I know in Indiana, you can get a 20% uh, It's a 20% tax credit up to, to $1,000. So if you put 5000 into this, you can get a $1,000 tax credit. So each state, though, is going to have a different number there. So don't quote us on you know, your state. And, and what they, else? they can be transferred to another family member. Right. So if you have two children and one decides they don't want to go to school and they want to you know, do something else, it can go to the other one. Also, we were talking about yours. Like You're like, I don't know if my son wants to go. What did we find out, though? If they don't want to go to college, they can go where? Oh, they can use it for a trade school mm -hmm. or... Yeah, and believe it or not, in the state of Indiana, you could also use them for private high schools. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, cons? Well, the contributions and the fees can be high. Mm -hmm. They must be used for education. Mm -hmm. And they, kind of a bigger one here is they can count against, against your federal aid. So the larger your assets are in the plan, the less aid you'll be able to get through your grants, your loans, your scholarships. So you, you almost feel like you're penalized because you can't get the, the federal grants because you did save for you know, 529. So right. um, that's one of those things you look at and decide what's, what's the better way to go. Mm -hmm. uh, also a con is uh, the investment choices can be limited. So remember, this is almost like you're putting it into your, it's almost like you're putting your own 401k, but it's for education because it's going to be mutual funds in there, but there's a limited amount. This is one of those ones where you probably want to sit down with your financial advisor and say, I have my 529. Could you just sort of 
lead me on what you think with this. Mm -hmm. And the answer usually is the younger your child is, you're going to do higher risk. And the closer they get to getting to college, you crank it down to lower risk. Right. It also varies by state, which you kind of hinted at earlier about how we're in Indiana and it is what it is yeah, here. Indiana is that. I, I don't know what Kentucky is. I don't know what Ohio is. I don't right. know what Illinois is. I know what Indiana is. Right. So, I mean, these were great. Six ways to save. All right, Jamie, we agree, right, that savings is an important part of making sure that you're financially stable. Right? Absolutely. So how do we know where to start? Okay. So when we start, a lot of times people aren't saving because they have debt. So the number one thing you want to do is try to pay off your debt or pay off your, especially your high interest debt. Got it. Then I'm guessing we probably should track our spending and create your favorite B word. Budget. You need to know a budget. You need to know where your money's going. You need to know how many uh, subscription services you have on your TV because you're probably spending more than you were on cable TV and you just don't realize it. Right. Number three, my favorite, automate your savings. Don't wait till I have money left. Put it in there first. Pay yourself first. And then number four is plan for emergency. Or, no. (laughs) You can plan for emergencies, but large expenses, too. (laughs) Yeah, plan for those large expenses. Large expenses usually could be, you know, you know, I always joke about the vacation in Disney World, but, mm-hmm. you know, there's other large expenses out there. You, you know, there's, there's things you have to repair or replace in your house, right? Yep. Nicole knows a lot about that right now. I know a lot right about now. that right now. Right now. Or yeah. your car. Or your car. Uh-huh. Or medical expenses. Oh, yes. Hands flying in there up here on medical or, expenses. Yeah. know. Yep. And number five, uh, our fifth our fifth takeaway here is take advantage of those high-yield savings accounts. Why? Because... They're, they're up there right now. Those rates are up there, and take advantage of them. Mm-hmm. You might as well get paid a little bit of money that's sitting in your bank account. And, you know, we didn't really talk about this in here because we're talking about savings account, but you might want to start looking at your uh, financial institution because many of them now are paying interest on your checking account. So that's, that's, right. that's a little tidbit in there. Carpe Dime is presented by Financial Center First Credit Union. It's produced by me, Jamie Davidson, and Nicole Jackson. Financial Center is a seven-time national award winner in the category of adult financial literacy, and our goal is to what, Jamie? Help you improve your financial life. To learn more, visit fcfcu.com. Like what you hear? Subscribe to us on Google, iTunes, SoundCloud, the All Indiana Podcast Network, and Spotify. Thank you, Nicole. Hey, thanks you, Jamie. Appreciate it. Everybody, get the savings.